Hey everyone, my name is Ohenna. I'm here with PQ. And we are the B-Side Podcast, where we talk about R&B. So we wanted to get started with, you know, talking about why this podcast exists. Uh, and the best person to describe that or to talk about that is the person who thought of it themselves, PQ. So PQ, go ahead. So um, I thought of this podcast because me and Ohana, we always text about R&B. We always are talking about the new artists, the new music, and, and our love for music in general, but especially R&B. And I was like, yo, we should make a podcast about this and just talk about R&B. Because there are plenty of podcasts about like hip-hop and other random topics, but I don't know of many that strictly are dedicated to the genre of R&B. So... This is our dedication to the music. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, like PQ said, we're, you know, big fans of R&B. You know, we both, we both really, really grew up on R&B, and we feel like it's, it's sort of dying. Not, not, not dying, dying, but that's another conversation. But it's in a state where it's not getting the love it deserves, or, you know, we feel like it should. So we want to, you know, give, give light, shed light to that and give it the opportunity and give it its flowers, you know, while it's still going. So I guess the topic for today, uh, PQ, is you know what is R and B? Do you want to do you want to start with saying what is R and B to you, or should I start off? Uh, you tell us what you think R and B is. Okay, so to me, I think R and B is a certain sound feel that uh, it's hard to describe. I really sat down and thought about it a lot. I, I, I it really comes down to me for just a certain uh, sound and feel. And there's also a level of vulnerability to the music. You know, a lot of times you hear pop and you hear other genres. It doesn't have a lot of that vulnerability in the songs and in, in, in the music. And I feel like R&B really covers that. Uh, to, to be more technical, I think that R&B it has to include, you know, certain instruments. You know, in, in, you know, going with the sounds that I that I mentioned, right? So we're talking about instruments. You know, you have a little bit of your percussions. You have your strings, whether it's electric guitar, bass guitar, acoustic, you know, piano, and then you have your background vocals. I think background vocals are, sometimes I like background vocals more than the actual song and everything else that goes into it. I think the background nice. vocals is a huge part, you know, yeah. the ad-libbing, the just, that goes with the feel. Like you just, you just do whatever you feel, you know, during that time. I feel like that's really big with R&B. So I think that's, that's my definition of it in terms of technical aspects and just, me and what I feel, what I feel and what I hear and what I could describe. To what about you? To me, R&B is definitely, like you said, a feel, but I believe R&B tells a story. It, mm-hmm. it provokes emotion. Um, it has soul because I, I feel like R&B, the distinction between R&B and pop is like, pop is not soulless but it's it's more mm-hmm. just a upbeat it's a good time but r&b like it, yeah. it tells like Feel the good. grimy stories it, if you're sad if you're happy if you hate somebody if you love somebody it tells those different types of story it goes to like the gamut of like emotions so i think that's right. very important r&b having emotion and then also like musicality like it's not just a simple like just baseline. It, you have your strings, you got your guitars, your pianist, your like you said the background vocals. Like I can repeat one part of the song that has like it's like the crescendos and all that shit. Like that's yeah. like the best part of an R and B song. But um, there's yep. just there's just layers to R and B. I was about to say something. I literally forgot while I was talking, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
Go ahead. We have time. We have time. But but yeah, R and B. Come back to it. R&B, R&B is black. It's black as fuck. Mm-hmm. As course. well. It's black. So that's that's what R&B is to me. It's, it's a story with melody and beautiful music mm-hmm. to make it simple. Mm-hmm. Got you. Got you. <clears throat> so you said you have a, you have a, the actual, you know, Webster or Merriam-Webster definition of, yeah. dictionary definition of, of R&B. Yeah. So I went and did some research. I was like, so what is mm-hmm. technically R&B? So, according to the internet, um, <laughs> R&B is really... Trust the old internet. Yes. You know. <laughs> who, who knows who wrote it? Who knows? Right. Who knows? But R&B is rhythm and blues. It's a genre of popular music that's originated in the African-American community in the 40s. The term was originally used by record companies to, to describe music that they would market to the urban African-American community. Mm-hmm. So that that's very important, <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so you know what that means. Go ahead. Exactly for the niggas. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> R&B has grown like over the decades. So between like the fifties and sixties, commercial um, R&B bands would consist of a piano, one or two guitars, a bass, drum, one or more saxophones, and they will always have background vocalists. So that was the yeah. that was the makeup of an R and B band back in the in that time. And then the term, like over the years, it has shifted um, with every decade. So in the early fifties, it was used to describe the blues. Um, and then from the blues, you develop rock and roll. So then they used the term to describe black people who were making blues, rock and roll because the music became more electric and then r&b continued to evolve and it was used to describe music that include the blues a mixture of the electric guitar and gospel and soul music so that's what r&b encompassed that was like in the mm-hmm. early 50s and then you went to the 70s uh r&b became rhythm and blues and also elements of funk because we had then mm-hmm. developed funk music and then, Disco, all of that. Yes. And then when you get to the 80s, they then shifted the term to encompass everything that we had created thus far. And and that's when you get your more contemporary type R&B. And contemporary R&B consisted of pop, soul, funk, disco, hip-hop, and electronic. So R&B has evolved over time with the evolution of black people because we have created all black music, which is everything. Mm-hmm. So, yep. so R and B has technically always been a sub genre to the mainstream genre of music during its mm-hmm. time periods. So, like, when did they have doo wops? Like, whenever that was big, what mm-hmm. what the black people did, they would just call that. What was R&B. that fifties, sixties? Yeah, yeah. So the pop yeah. the pop music of the era was the doo wop. So if exactly. black people were doing doo wop, they just called that R and B to make a distinguish between the artists to give us our quote-unquote our own so they didn't have to categorize us with them even though what they were doing we made it but yes that is still better exactly but that is what r&b is yeah what you just really told me is that r&b or sorry us black people we 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 created it all right so following you know from the decades 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s 2000s 10s right 
now 20s, right? Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we old. <laughs> we old, but black people created all of it. You know, it stemmed from it stemmed from black people, it stemmed from R&B, it stemmed from rhythm and soul, and you know, rhythm, rhythm and soul, rhythm and blues. It 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 came from us, right? So it's just it's we're too much, honestly, man. We're, we're I understand why people are jealous of jealous of us. Like I, I get it, you know, because we we create so much, and it's it's just so. Oh, I love black people, man. Because it, without R and B, I don't know. I don't know what we'd really have. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't know what I would have. Because it's, it's R and B has shaped me so much. You know. Yeah. Um, in terms of how I how I think, how I talk, how how I move, dance. You know, all of that. It's just R and B is a big part of my life. And also, I forgot to mention, um, PQ and I. The way we met, we met uh, at Howard University. Right. We both majored in civil engineering. And now we're both, you know, studying engineering in our in our work in our in our work fields in our own spaces. Yeah, we both and it, in, uh, <laughs> Right, right. And that has nothing to do with the podcast, of course, but we just both we became friends. We just both love music, especially R and B. So that's why, you know, like you said earlier, that's why we're talking about R and B right now. Um, but we did graduate from the now presidential Howard University. You know, <laughs> it's not only just illustrious, now it is also presidential. So shout out to Kamala Harris, our VP. Uh, shout out to HU. Um, but yes, yeah, just, I just want to, you know, yeah, exactly. Thank you, thank you. But I just wanted to, you know, you know give props where props is due. So go ahead, thank you. Yes, our, a lot of R&B was made at Howard too. You know, great shows. Yeah, of course. Man, we don't have to get into that, but that's, we can go on for we can go on for days with that. So yeah, yeah let's nah, let's let's not do that. Let's not do that. But yeah, um, oh, like I was saying earlier, like R and B is a gumbo. Mm-hmm. Like it's always been a gumbo. But That's a um, word for it. but I think R and B definitely stems from like gospel music or um, mm-hmm. the blues. I mean, it's called rhythm and blues. Yeah, bluegrass. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the blues, like you know, there's different types of blues. You got the Delta blues. I'm from the South, so like. Oh yes, if y'all couldn't hear it already. <laughs> so I'm where, from the, where, 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 where are you from? Exactly, PQ. I'm from Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yo, real southern, real it's, southern. Exactly. Love it. Exactly. So like, I grew up listening to um, like All Blues Saturdays, and it was this yeah. radio host. Her name was Nikki D. Marks. And every Saturday, we would listen to like Johnny Taylor and like Etta James and. Um, mm. Marvin Cease. These are these are very. If you ask, maybe a grandmama, she would know yeah. these artists. Yeah. But but like that's where R and B like grew from. Like it always has uh, soul in it. And if and if you go before more, I guess defined music. Even when we was brought over here. We was enslaved and brought over here to Af- from Africa, like as black people. That means every- mm-hmm. everyone from the diaspora, nobody excluded. Mm-hmm. We we've always mm-hmm. had like a oral uh, language. Like we've always been a musical people. Like that's how we tell stories yeah. is through word yeah. of mouth. We all have rhythm, yeah. um, and all of our rhythm is kind of the same. It's a heartbeat. So like if you, yeah. when you see those memes of Beyonce always on beat. You can always. do you can do that to it any you can do that to any black yeah. artist and they'll always be on beat because we all yeah. have this intertwining this connection and even like after they had like the talking drums like how you do ceremonies and stuff is it's through music so we're a very musical people by nature like that's how we speak that's how we communicate 
So R&B is just a, it's a natural evolution of the black people, the black language, the black way of communicating and talking and being. So I also think that is what R&B is in itself. It's, mm-hmm. it's us, it's our culture. It's, mm-hmm. it's always growing because we're- It's black people. Yeah, because we're, yeah. we're very revolutionary in so many different ways. And I think that's why, like, like you saying, like, why is R&B dead? It's because we are, we are we're always evolving. And because we come right. with so much new shit, we kind of, yep. like, all right, we on to the next one. Yeah. But it's like, nah. It's not dead. It's it, just we're on. We're, we're just making new things. We're making new you know? things. So I think we should become yeah. better at preserving what we've made. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. but that's a we, great point. we created all this shit. We're going to create everything that is to come. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to keep making, yeah. So, when you talk about R&B, you're you. always talking about black people. So, if you ever disrespect it, you're disrespecting black people. Yeah, that's I how mean, I feel. That's, that's an easy equation. That's a simple equation. It's a simple definition. Yes. I um, love it. I love it. Should we go on to our next segment? Yeah, so our next segment is our R&B Fact of the Week. Oh, so to connect... I just wanted to connect like the fact of the week with the topic, which is what is R&B. So the term rhythm and blues was coined by Jerry Wexler and he worked for Billboard in 1948. Um, And the term R&B was used to replace what they used to call race music. And (laughs) so race (laughs) music was a term used to describe any music that came from within the black community. And within the industry, R&B is an umbrella term that is used to categorize anything that's made by and for African-Americans. So, so before it was R&B, it was nigga music, basically. Mm-hmm. But they say race music. Mm-hmm. That's that's how they classify mm-hmm. it. We know what it means, yeah. We know but what it means. I just think that is wild that they lose like race mm-hmm. music. Blacks, race music. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what? A lot of that, I feel like, is ignorance, one, jealousy, um, envy, and it's the yeah, just the inability to include the inability to give us our actual due credit and and actually celebrate us as as opposed to trying to separate us. You know, I think I think it's it's, it speaks volumes to it speaks volumes to the the world we live in and, and the world you know even you know till this day same thing like. It's 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 the, it's the same idea, ideology that that we're that we're living through that we have to you know make sure we're we're uh, make sure we're, we're emphasizing and making sure that that is not anything negative. We have to make sure that we're our, our music is always positive, you know, because if we give them anything, it's just going to be like, oh yeah, there, there they go again, blah blah blah. So it's, it's, that's just a different that's another story, but yeah. But that just why the thing you have a system created to to keep them over there where it's like just call a thing a thing if i'm playing the guitar and making rock and roll music call it rock and roll music you know what i'm saying yeah. why call it something they want to separate is, it why is it, why call it something that it's not that that's what's wild to me like mm-hmm. this is not that and you know that yeah and, and they want to take it and try to change it but it, it then end up being worse yeah than the original so y'all, y'all just end up looking dumb yeah so even, it's just, even with like it's a whole bunch of stupidity but even with like, if you think about jazz, if you think about jazz today, you don't really think about black people. You know, if you mm. if you just if you ask a kid, name me, it's like what they probably like, what is jazz? Oh yeah, if you ask a kid, they they don't they don't yeah they can't even name you like one artist or 
or you know songs or what it sounds like you know yeah so or or they'll give you the wrong answer they'll give you i don't even know any white jazz artists i'm very kenny good. g <laughs> well, he, kenny g. Okay, that's he, all i got yeah he, he was yeah. he's a saxophonist yeah yeah <laughs> but <laughs> but but my point is it's that it's the, it's it becomes revisionist history like when we think about rock and roll like yeah. a kid might be like oh elvis presley oh but it's gosh. just like yeah i mean no do you know where that came from you, you know, know no. do, do you really think he could rock back and forth on his own like you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> <laughs> like who taught him so i i think that's why i think it's important for us to preserve he made him sound like a neanderthal <laughs> Can you rock back and forth on your own? But I know and know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, he learned how to thrust them, them, them pelvis bones from somewhere, like yeah, you know. But but I'm saying we don't preserve like our music. It can easily be yeah. revised and rewritten yeah. as something else, and it was created yeah. by somebody else. So like even you know the next generation, next generation after they'll be like, oh, R&B is Justin Timberlake. You know, like oh god, no disrespect to Justin Timberlake. <laughs> no, no, I'm, yeah, no disrespect to JT, but that's but that, that's but, but without like, us you know? preserving who we are, that's how yeah. we're easily written out of our own narrative, our own creativity is is lost and giving credit to yeah. somebody else in the future. So I think that's why, yes, we create everything. We're always growing and creating more, but we also need to mm-hmm. make sure we take care of the things we did create and gatekeep it in a way. Mm-hmm. It'd be like. You know what the fuck's going on here. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I like that fact of the week. Yeah. That. Oh, when I read that, I was like, yo, race music, my nigga. Like, I know y'all niggas yeah. wild, but race music? Okay. Mm-hmm. They, but, were, they were, I feel like they were more blunt. They were more <laughs> blunt back then. I know. Some, some are still blunt now, but. Yeah. It's, it was worse then. Definitely. So, I imagine. But yeah, let's move on to talk about. Okay. What you listening to? Song now? of the week. Yeah. What's what's your song of the week? So my song of the week is by Van Van Jess. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know Van Jess. They are a Nigerian American uh, duo. They're sisters, uh, and they're also from California. They got really really famous back in probably like I don't know, like maybe 2011 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went viral on YouTube for doing covers of music and whatnot. Um, now, now you know, now they're, they're, they're getting big, if, if not already considered big, I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't know how you measure yeah, that. Um, yeah, that's, 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 tough, that's tough to measure. Now, their, their, their music is great. Yeah. You know, they, they've got a song with Masego, they got, got different other songs with other people as well as, as, well as uh, just by themselves as well. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their music is dope. So they dropped an album. Oh, for, for also for our audience, our, our, our listeners, our our recordings, you know, may be recorded, you know, well in a well in advance from the day we actually release the podcast. Yeah. So some of you might have heard the music already by then, or you know, uh, or maybe maybe not. So that this may serve, you know, as as good purpose for you. But the song is called what's it called? Caught up. <laughs> it's on it's on their their last album, their latest album. Uh, what's what was the name of the album? Homegrown. That, that album's called Homegrown. And they released it at what month are we in? February. So they released it last week, I believe. Uh, but I yeah, so I'm going to come out. I feel like I've been missing a lot. Yeah, randomly, right? And I'm like, okay, hold on, I'm falling behind. Like I'm falling behind. I start getting anxiety. I'm just like, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I, I'm like, I can't you fall too? behind. So oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I'm like, do y'all decide? Like, is it something in the industry where they decide on to do a mass like, drop. okay, this weekend works? <laughs> yeah, like this weekend, everybody's dropping this weekend, so drop this weekend too. I'm just like, why y'all all drop the same? Because there's sometimes they'll go weeks where or certain weekends where no music, no no new music has dropped. Yeah, I'm like, so. Can we? Can y'all like you know? Let's spread it out. You know? Yeah, spread it, spread it out a little bit. But yeah, so oh, do I need permission? Featuring phony people. Yep. I like this song. So, so tune it's in. Give, what? It's giving. What was the? That was funk. Was that that felt like days? funk. Yeah, yeah. That felt like a funk. Oh, that, yeah, the album too. Yeah, yeah. So the album was. Yeah. It, it looked. It looked kind of seventies. Little disco in there. Even like the the lighting of the video mm-hmm. kind of resembled yeah. like a, a disco type of Diana Ross, Supreme type yeah. of uh, vibe, and the sound too. So they they matched it. I think I think they did a good job. Yeah, the album, the album yeah. is the album is, is is good too. So it's called Homegrown. So take a listen. Out. Yeah, yeah, they're dope. They're dope. So my song of the week is old school. I don't know. I just been like in my I guess. Ain't no back. problem. That is not a problem. <laughs> but, but um, so I've been listening to a lot of Mary J. Blige. Okay. So, okay. And you know she is nominated to be inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for the year twenty twenty one, I believe. Yeah. So is she? It was it her and Jay Z was in the same class because like Jay Z is allowed is is nominated to be inducted too. Uh, this coming this coming year or whatever, however they do I that. Didn't, I didn't see her name on there. I mean his name. Yeah, because people are like, "What? Jay Z's not rock and roll," and that's another thing. <laughs> like, they always what try to fit the us. rock and roll hall of fame so rock, i think rock and roll i don't think it's just rock like i think okay. i think it's i think it's a lot of like rock and roll is it's not i don't think it's just a music category i really think it's a lifestyle or just a, a, a idea of a of a of a, of a superstar like of an icon yeah I, that's what I, that's what i think yeah. it is it's not yeah it's just not rock so it's not only it's just oh like, yeah it's Lincoln just Park iconic or, people yeah exactly like you're, oh it's so I got I, uh, it's like yeah, yeah iconic impactful people basically yeah yeah cause I know Jay-Z has a rock star been, you know what I'm saying yeah 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 so, so. I think Jay-Z has been um, inducted into the songwriters hall of fame yeah yeah I think he's in that one mm-hmm. cause Missy I think Missy Hiller is in his class I would have, oh, she's I mean, in this she class too? Oh, I thought, or was she in the last year? I would have thought she was already in it. 
I don't know. I don't know she, how, how long it takes him to do these things. Yeah, I have to go back and look. But I, I saw Mary J. Blige's uh, mm-hmm. name on the list to be nominated this year. Yeah. And I was like, I hope she gets put in because she definitely has had an impactful music career. Huge Everyone, impact. Everybody has had like a Mary J. Blige phase. Yeah. If you don't like Mary J. Yeah. Blige, I think it's something wrong with you. You've never felt pain. There's <laughs> <laughs> something wrong with you and not yeah. her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, who doesn't like Mary? But um, my song of the week is um, I Can Love You featuring mm. little, little Kim, Kimberly. I'm finna so cry. So, here we go. <laughs> Beautiful. That's like one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite Mary songs. Like, mm-hmm. you can play this song at a party, and I would be like, "Yeah, exactly." Oh yep. shit! Yup, yup. Especially yep. Kim part. Yeah, yeah. That's a good throwback, man. That's a good throwback. Ooh, man. Okay, well, what's next? <laughs> okay, so next we have. <laughs> next, next we have underrated artists of the week. So the underrated artists of the week. It's dedicated to artists we believe we there aren't getting a lot of love. Mm-hmm. You know, just I guess I'm on the timelines or like mm-hmm. the media, popular media outlet. Right. So that's what this section of the podcast is dedicated to. The ones we want to give a little bit more shine to. Yep. So who's your art- underrated artist of the week? My underrated artist of the week, her name is Ozion. Uh, it's, it's spelled... A-S-I-A-H-N. So if you look at it, you would think it's Asian. Like it's set like Asian, but it's it's really pronounced ASEAN. Um, she's a three-time Grammy-nominated singer, I think, and songwriter. I, I have to mention that. Um, she lives out here in LA. And she's wrote, she's written for Dr. Dre, I think J-Lo, uh, Drake, uh, Wayne, Pitbull, and, and, and more folks. Uh, she has, I think, she dropped the album sometime this past sometime this past month or maybe last month uh january or february um and, and it's, it's it's solid it's solid it's a solid ep i think she has two other projects as well before that but the one i'm about to play is from i believe her second project it's called nola so let me yep give me one second <laughs> There is no love, no love. 
Like she can really blow, and if you listen to her music, you're gonna you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna realize that certain certain songs that she has, you're gonna fall in love with because it's just certain certain tone or certain sound that sound that she has, and it's just it's just dope. I think I think she's a dope artist. Yes, that was I do like that song though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you sent me her project uh, a Which while one? ago. It was one of those, one was, of the two. Yeah, I think it was number two. It was number two, Love Train two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I love. So, Lo- I, I like Love Train one. I think more maybe, but this one was on Love Train two. Mhm. Yeah. So for me, my artist of the week, she's from the DMV. Um, I think the Virginia part. I think she's from Virginia. And um, I've heard. Where did I first hear about her? I don't know. I randomly find music. But I saw her perform live. She opened up for Snow Allegra when um, Snow Allegra came here in 2019. Shit. <laughs> 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 and, and that like solidified like my love for this artist. I love her tone. It's a very unique tone. Mm-hmm. Her name is Baby Rose. Um, yeah, I... As we go through this podcast, you'll find out that I have a certain vocal type that I do like a lot. Absolutely, yes, that is true. <laughs> that is true. And Baby Rose is one of them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a type of those types. Yeah, but yeah. So here's "Mortal" by uh, Baby Rose.
All right, that's all I'm gonna do for now. Um, and she sounds just like her her life is live. Yeah, <clears> so she dope. is she's great live. I love her tone. Mm -hmm. I love her. I love her voice. Some people was like, Ugh, yeah, I yeah. I think I think she has. I a, guess she's an acquired taste. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say. She has a, <laughs> she has an acquired she has an acquired taste. I like her taste. I think I can't remember the, when I first heard her. When I first heard her, I was not expecting that. Like. First time I sat down and listened to her, I was not expecting that. You said she's from the DMV. I didn't know. So Baby Rose is from the DMV. Yeah, I didn't know she's that. From the DMV. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay, I didn't, know, I didn't know that either. Until I went to the show and she was like, "I'm back home." And yeah, from yeah. And I was like, oh, "Okay," and she That's don't even love. look like she sounds like exactly. Like, you know, she exactly. doesn't look like her voice. Yeah, because when I downloaded her her project, you know, I saw that her her face is the the album cover. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool, right? So I played it, and I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that. Like, that that tenor tone she has, I was yeah. not expecting I was definitely expecting, like, you know, the avocado singers. Like, <laughs> yeah. <I> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, That's sorry. what I was expecting. But, like, she, <clears throat> yeah, she reminds, she puts me in, like, the mindset of, like, a Nina Simone. Yeah. Those type of singers. Yeah. But, yes. Let's move on. So... Do you have a R&B hot take? Do you have any opinions that you believe is a quote-unquote unpopular opinion? Okay, so... I think this... Okay, so Trey Song's last album, right? Called Back Home. <laughs> hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Trey Song's okay. album, last album, but called Back Home. I think... I think it was a good album. I think it was solid. Ooh. People, a lot of people didn't, you know, they weren't really talking about it. I wasn't sure a lot of people heard about it. Like the only people that I know listen to it are like maybe a couple of my friends, right? That I know I've heard that I know for sure I've listened to it, and because they because they've spoken about it. Other people, of course, probably have heard it, and whatnot. But I didn't really see a lot of people talking about it. So I'm mm -hmm. thinking a lot of people just didn't really bang with it. I'm not sure, but I think it was a really good album. That maybe not might be a hot take for some people. But I think it was one of his one of the best albums he's come out with for a while. Because a lot of times his mixtapes are are better. <laughs> his mix all the time. <laughs> yeah, his mixtapes all the time. His mixtapes are better. <laughs> are better than the album. But it's, I'm like, yo, regardless, like he, the man makes good music. I'm not gonna lie, right? Um, but I, I I think I think this last album because it it was R and B. A lot of, like his past albums were, you know, closer to the popish side, and I think he kind of brought it back to R and B. So it, it was it was refreshing and I was kind of surprised. I didn't know what to expect, right? So 
I don't know yeah. if he's going to come up with like a pop type of feel or Ooh. R&B type of feel, like a mix of the two. And, and I know you have a real, you feel a certain way about Trey Songz and, and, his, and what his potential could have been or what you feel like he could have been. And I can't really argue about that, but I think this last album was a good album. I think it was a good album. For, for Trey Songz, yes, this yeah. was a good album. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> All right, explain to the people how you feel about Trey Songz. Go ahead, t- tell the people. Listen. Yeah. Listen, Linda. Chase, mm-hmm. uh, he he could. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get what's that clicking. <laughs> Use your common because, sense. <laughs> what? Yo, she's because dying, he y'all. he will put. <laughs> oh my god! He put on a fucking album that has like. <laughs> Ready to make love, ready. Yeah. Uh, love faces. The next fucking song is LOL Smiley Face. I knew you were what gonna the say fuck? That. <laughs> it don't make no fucking sense. So you're saying the continuity within this album doesn't make sense. It does not. It'd be like, oh, oh I like it, I like it, I like it. Here's my radio song. Yeah. Yeah, it does feel like Radio that. song, radio yeah. song. Yeah. Kinda get back to what you wanted. Yeah. And then it ends. And I'm just like, nigga, yeah, yeah, yeah. did you try? <laughs> did you try? But he has some bangers on those it? albums. But it, you're right. It's not, it's, not all, it's not all the way fluid. It's not all the way fluid. It's not. His yeah. mixtapes are always better than his albums. Yeah, I can always. listen to all the anticipation, one, two, and Ooh, three. Man. I can listen to those all the way through, top to bottom. Yes, they're all about sex, whatever. Those okay, are classics. Cool. Every, everybody sings about sex. Yeah. That's, the topic's not the problem. It's yeah. the fucking... It's like, think about it. You having sex there, LOL Smiley Face. <laughs> what the fuck? Her and this LOL Smiley Face, bro. I hate. God, what album is that song? I don't even know what album that song is on. But that was the already? It's so. I think it was. Oh. Soldier Boy was still popular. Yeah, that, that had to be ready then. Yeah, it has to be. It was either ready or the one before it. No, it wasn't because it was Trade Day was, was the second album. So it's the third album, I think. It it don't matter which one it was, but the placement of that fucking song is so terrible. It it bothers me, and he always fucking does it. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, did y'all listen to the thing top to bottom? I know you when you're an artist, you have to you listen to your music over and over. And it was on ready. It was on ready. Yeah, my bad. Go ahead. Yes, and I and I and I have like ready for like tracks one through five, and then yeah. number six. <laughs> it's yeah. like, and then like once you piss me off, like it's hard for me to go back. Yeah, you you and have then, you have you have a really like. Like a really short span of forgiveness, because <laughs> it's like once I you do. wait PQ time, it's like all right, you know that's it. Like what? I'm not listening to nothing else. <laughs> like I get you. I think it was a four that's minute it. song. It's like you four minutes of nothing. Like four yeah. four what? Four what? Yeah, yeah. And then four minutes. Yeah, it is. This last album, it was good. There's some fillers. There are, but yes, there's some. That's what I'm saying. It was a. Yeah. Bu- it was a bunch. Of, like you could take that song off. Yeah, and some of them songs yeah. sound the exact same. Some 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 like, some of them do. Some of them do. Cause I was like, is that not the same song? Like I went and looked at my phone. I was like, wait, that's yeah. number two. That's number three. Okay. But if if that, it, it flows though, like I like I like how it just he got. That's that's why I was like, okay, good job. All right, yeah, now yeah, let's yeah. now let's go ahead and try some of the fucking songs out. Yeah. So man. if I make a Trey songs album, like if I pick the songs, I'm like, okay, this is the perfect album right here. Yeah. It's a playlist. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
But that's my gripe with Trey Songz. He never gives me a complete good album. And I just be like, bruh, you have so, like, why? He has a lot of potential, yeah. And, and it's it just so sad to see potential just throw So do, do you do you think there's still, there's still time for Trey? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's wiping her tears, guys, from laughing so much. Um, do I think there's still time for Trey? Baby, I don't know. He'll be out. I feel like he... You know, like, a new artist, like, they're probably open for critiques. Like, yeah. they're open to change. Like, you can't teach your old dog new tricks. You, oh, so he said in his ways. Yes. I think he said in his ways. He, he wants, he wants wow. to get the record spins. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wants yeah. to he said get the club he banger, said yeah. get the money. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame him because that's yeah. his career. That's his livelihood. It's how he feed himself. But, mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Like, Damn. So, so you think you think he's better. capable? You think he's capable? Well, you, you don't think. Yes, he's because go that he route. put out a mixtape that shows that he is. He got the ability. If well, I never heard mixtape? the ability. Oh, well, I think it, they were like he's still, he's 12, still 13 time, songs. Yeah. Dang man. All right. Well, you know, enough with Trey. You know, we can <laughs> we can talk about you know your your. Do you have a hot take? Shit, I didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> That was my hot take. Oh, what the God. fuck, Trey? I, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Okay. All right. Um, I guess like my hot take would probably just be about the whole. You know, we talk about West R and B, and that just simply is the color of the skin does not determine the category of the music. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And that and that, that goes either fact. way. Mm-hmm. That goes either way because yes. That's that's all I gotta say. Okay. It be pissing, <laughs> it be, it be pissing me off. But. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yes. All right. So let's move on. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're gonna do keep of kill, keep or kill every week. Mm-hmm. So you have to pick between two things. One you keep, one you keep, and one you're like it will never exist. It any of its influence will go away. So keep a kill for this week will be Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey. I have to. How long? How much time do I have? Does it? You have ten seconds starting now. Whitney and Mariah. I'm choosing Whitney. I'm choosing Whitney. Whitney. Yeah, yeah. I'm choosing Whitney. What about you? Why? Oh, okay. Why? So I think Whitney has the greatest voice of all time, and she does it by looking so effort. You know, it's really effortless. Like when I, when you just watch her sing, it's like okay. She can do this sitting down, laying down, standing up. You know, on, she can be on stage and she doesn't have to do any dancing, nothing. All she has to do is use her voice, you know? Stand there and sing. Yeah, and that's, and that's anybody can write her music and she'll just mm-hmm. sing it and, and it'll blow you away. And I feel like that's such an immense amount of talent that I don't, I don't really know who, who has that or who's even been close or who has that amount, amount of talent from Whitney. And I think she's influenced R&B, pop, Especially like, especially pop, man. Like she, she, mm-hmm. she's. A, I think she's a rock star. You know, uh, rest in peace. But I think for me, I, I'd have to choose Whitney. And, and I grew up listening. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really tell you guys what my influence, of, my what where my influence of R and B comes from. A lot of it comes from my family. I have uh, you know mm-hmm. my parents and my two older sisters. Uh, we grew up listening to you know a lot of seventies and eighties music. So like you know, disco. Uh, Luther Vandross, Lionel Richie, Michael Jackson, Smokey Robinson, 
Mariah as well, Whitney, of course, you know, then you move on to the 90s, you got, you know, the young, young, young Usher, you know, Keith Sweat, like all, all these different types of R&B artists, you know what I'm saying? Like it really, it really ranged. And then, of course, when I got older, I kind of branched out and, you know, kind of figured out what I really, really like and what I don't like. And, you know, um, but it always grew from there. So, yeah, you know, Whitney was always a huge part of my, my music experience. So I, I'd have to go with Whitney. <clears throat> What about you? I think for me. Mm-hmm. Don't piss me off now. Don't piss me off. <laughs> you better keep waiting. Holy shit. <laughs> Yo. Okay. 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 You know. You know what just saved you right now? I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> keep or kill. Somebody has to go. Somebody has to stay. Somebody just because, gotta go. Yes. Just because somebody went doesn't mean you don't. You don't. You know. You don't bang with that person. You feel me? So I'm not. I'm not mad at you. I am mad, but I'm not really mad. You know. Dang, you keep Mariah with Whitney. I know a lot of people that would say that too, man. Oh, but that's, that's only because. Which Mariah? Hold on, which Mariah? Nineties, like early Mariah, or like newer Mariah, like touch my body type Mariah. Which one are you talking about? You know, early <laughs> Mariah. Even I, Emancipation of Mimi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think that there's an entire Whitney album that I like. Entirely, like, I like, like I listen to like when she I have Whitney's greatest hits and everybody, like, everybody loves that perform, yeah, live the live yeah. version. But like a Whitney album, okay. So, you don't like the you don't like the first one, like Whitney or Whitney Houston, like the self titled albums. I, I can understand. I can understand if you. I mean, you, I, I you guess, probably like them. I guess them, it just but, never. I yeah. like them, but it never like. It's not as much as Mariah. Like, yeah, but Mariah, I like. I've always like liked her. I've always loved her. Yeah. Like, but I recognize the greatness of Whitney that she absolutely yeah. yeah by no one. Yeah. Also, Whitney has passed, so <laughs> we can keep Mariah. <laughs> Yo, so you, wow, that is fucked up. Yo, wow, disrespect. Uh, I'm still no, keeping. I'm still, oh I'm still my god, keeping. I meant no disrespect away. I, I know, I know, no I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just but, teasing. And I'm sad that she's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, I was just listening to Whitney like earlier today. I watched like her live performance. Yeah, yeah. I just, I she's she's man, like, and that's a rabbit she's hole. She's great, like, but you I'm can, keeping. I'm keeping Mariah. I'm keeping Mariah. Yeah. Okay. Dang. All right. You know what I'm saying? I can't be mad at that. They both legends in their own respect. You feel me? I know. Mariah's the last diva. Yeah. yeah. Really. Honestly. Honestly. Like the the, the last what well, active one? I should we should say I guess. Yeah. The last active one. Cause who else? Oh, I mean, would you would you consider Beyonce a diva? I I think so. A diva. Yeah. Don't she got a song? Like with the whole personality. You know, oh, like the, okay, the okay. With that, that's yeah, with yeah, like that personality that Aretha had, and and uh, was Gladys Knight like that too, low key. And like Patty. and Anita and, and Patty, yeah. So I guess with that, with that type of, with that type of uh, style or attitude, I think Mariah is probably the last, the last one, the last the valid last one. Of her, yeah, yeah, you're right. Who has the the career to back up? Her. Exactly, not just say they're a diva, but then yeah. So yeah, Beyonce could for sure be a diva, but you're talking about like that attitude that that you know comes with yeah, being yeah, a diva. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, we don't really see that that often from from Beyonce, but she I think she is a diva in her own right, but just not in that way that she that she just described. I agree. Yeah. 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 
So, Dang. you guys, we've come to the end of our first episode. Yes, <laughs> we have. The B-Side Podcast. Where we talk about R&B. <clears throat> yes, all things R&B. <laughs> all things R&B. So, okay. So, um, guys. Um, oh, sorry. Do you want to? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, um, if you like what you listen to so far, keep listening to us. Leave us a comment. Um, rate the rate this episode, rate this podcast, whatever you're listening to. And for the songs of the week and the artists of the week, we will be putting a link in the description box for a playlist that will feature feature these artists so you can easily access them. So I've been PQ. I'm Ohana. Thank you for listening to the B-Side Pod. Pod. Peace. <laughs> Peace, guys. <laughs>